yesterday message is the future of all of us. Man, today I'm going to talk about your future. Okay, <coughs> are you with me? Today I'm going to talk about what I said? Your future. I'm going to talk about your future, yes. And uh, the word of God has a lot of prophecies that speak about our future. Did you know that? And uh, today you are going to listen what you are going to face in your future. And uh, I can see that many people, they are interested in knowing about their future. And some people, even they pay to know about their future. Did you know that? Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> I remember once I was walking. I was in the town center. I don't remember what country I was there, but and a woman came and said, can I read your hands? Because I want to talk about your future. <laughs> then I look at her, and I, I knew that she, she was a fortune teller. And, uh, and I said, I know how is my future. <laughs> and I told her, I also I can read your future if you want. She looked at me and said, how? Because <laughs> I read the Bible and I know about the future. <laughs> and then, but some people, they pay. You know, some people go to fortune teller and they pay. And, and, and they love when they listen good things. <laughs> yeah. Or you go and say, I have a test. I'm doing the living search. I, I, I have a test to do. And you love when you receive a news, you, you get one A on the test. Or some, some fortune teller, they say, you, you be rich. Or you, you marry a handsome and rich man. <laughs> Please, don't seek fortune teller, okay? Read your Bible. <laughs> And you're going to understand about your future. Amen? amen. Can you say amen? amen? And this is why I, I want to talk about your future, my future. And the Bible has many prophecies to be fulfilled. And the most frequent, frequent uh, promise is the return of Jesus Christ. Did you know that? This is the the prophecy that is most spoken in the Bible. And the second most spoken in the Bible, you know what is it? Is the great day of judgment. Is the second prophecy of the Bible. First, Jesus returned. And the second, the great day of judgment. And I want to start reading at least Four passages that speaks about the great judgment. Acts 17, 31. Let's read all together. Because God has 
appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man who he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Then God has appointed a day. 2 Corinthians 5.10. Let's read all together. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. For we all, no excuses, we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Hebrews 9 27. It's all about this judgment day. But I am proving you that the Bible speaks a lot. I could be here talking many verses, talking about the judgment day. Hebrews 9 27. Let's read all together. And as it is, Appointed for men to die once, but after this, after your death comes judgment. Let's read Revelation 20, 11, 12. Then I saw what? A great white throne, and him who sat on it. From whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small children and the great, standing before God. And what happened? Books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their books by the things which we were written in the books. Hmm. Interesting. In real life, sometimes we have a scheduled appointment. But sometimes you decide not to go. Right? You have some appointment, and then you, you call to your doctor or to the government and say, Hi, please, I cannot make it this week. Could you cancel it for me? And they, they, what they say? Sure, yes, no problem. Would you like to have another appointment? No, no, when I, 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 I'm going to call you <laughs> when I'm okay. But I want to say to you, we all, all of us, we have two different appointments already scheduled, which none of us can cancel. And we all will go through them. And that day, you're not going to say, sorry, God, <laughs> I have something to do here. <laughs> I, I am busy. No. No excuses. But if you think about the first appointment, I said to you, how many appointments do you have? 
true. Which, which one is it? What, what are they? First, your death. And second, judgment. If you think about the first appointment, about your death, it makes you to sin. Why? Because Isaiah 22 verse 13 says, let's feast and drink for tomorrow we die. Yeah. If you think just about, about your death, and many people are doing that because they are saying, one day I'm going to die, then let's party, let's feast, let's eat and drink, let's enjoy life. <laughs> but you have to think not about your death, but about the second one. If you take into account that after death, that you have one appointment, this makes you to evaluate how you live. When you think about the second one, uh, you're going to evaluate. You're not going to say, let's live life, let's eat and drink, because tomorrow we die. And this is why I am preaching and teaching about the future of all of us. Amen? And I am teaching and preaching about your future. This is about your future and my future. How you experience your present is completely shaped by what you believe your ultimate future to be. Life, truthfully, today, and you won't have to live regretful tomorrow. Or live, sorry, live truthfully today, and you won't have to live regretfully tomorrow. In the way that you live today is going to determine how you're going to live after death. And you have to live for something greater and bigger. Why is the judgment something necessary? Why? Do you know why the judgment is necessary? Do you like to think about judgment? Who here really likes <laughs> that? <laughs> no one, <laughs> I know. <laughs> to face judgment, <laughs> no one. But who I? You are, I'm going to prove to you today Judgment is necessary. Why? First point, because of the injustice of life. Injustice of life. Life is unjust. And God will not close his eyes to all the injustice in this world. How many children suffering? Being abused. Have you heard? Children, babies, being abused. Women, being abused. Social injustice. Evil governments, 
that let the population die. Government that steal money from health. Government that steal money from food. And people are suffering. Can I ask you one thing? Is it, is it right? Is it fair? So many people suffering. Justice needed to be done. Do you agree? Yeah? No, you're going to agree with me. I know. So many injustice in this world. And just should be done. Some people say, why, pastor? So many children and people starving. But did you know there is enough food in the world for everybody? God sent rain over just and unjust, and there are plenty of food to everybody. Why some children, they are starving? You know, we, from this church, we are gathering food. We have a food bank, and we are sharing our food because we, we want to see justice. I don't want just to see my table full of food and some tables empty with no food. This is justice. And God has blessed the entire world. And there is plenty of food. And why so many people have no food? Why? Because it's not because of God. It's not because of God people is starving. Because God has blessed us so much. There is plenty of food in the whole world that everybody can eat and we can have leftovers. Yeah. It's not, don't blame God for our atrocity. Don't blame God for our evil. Don't blame God for our people that are starving or suffering. This is why, because of evil governments, evil, evil governments that are controlled by Satan, and they want to kill, destroy, and to steal people. Yeah. Life is not fair at all. Life is not fair. Some people suffer a lot. Others don't suffer. Have you seen that? Some people, they are suffering. Some people, they are just enjoying life. Some have a lot. Money, possessions. Others have nothing. Because of social injustice. Did you know that the Bible speaks about that? One day, David, <laughs> he was mad. And I'm going to, if you want to know, read please at home the whole Psalm 73. Read it. Psalm 73 at home. But I'm going to read just some verse 3 and 4. David said, look what David said. Why? The ungodly prosper. 
Who I? Evil people die old in peace. Oh, look what he said. I tried to have a pure life and I suffered. <laughs> Many times the innocent are suffering. The injustice of life requires that justice can be done one day. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with me? Yeah. The, the injustice of life requires that justice be done one day. And not only because of the injustice of life, but the just of God requires this. The just of God. This, uh, this is why one day all will be before him. Because of the injustice of life. And you, you have to agree with me. So many people, they are suffering, others not. Some people, they have a lot, and they are oppressing, oppressing the poor. And, you want, and we have to say, God will do justice. God has noted all the injustice of the wicked. God took note of <laughs> injustice of the wicked. If God never punished the wicked, he will be never a good God. If he doesn't punish the wicked, he's not good. And he is good. That's why there needs to be a day of judgment. Because he is a good God. Amen? Did you get the point? Because he's a good God, justice should be done. If, he, if there is no judgment, if there is no the great day of judgment, he is not a good, good God. Or he is not a righteous God. And because he is good, he is just, then justice should be done. Amen? If God closes his eyes to all evil and sin committed, we cannot call him a good God. If he closes his eyes, he's not a good God. God is a father. Amen? God is a father. God is a king. But God is a judge. Yeah. We love to call him father. But he is also a judge. And, and his justice requires a day of judgment. <laughs> Galatians 6, 7 says, let's read all together. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, he will also reap. Hmm. There will be a day of reckoning and to set accounts. There will be a, a day for us to set accounts. And many say, I do, I do wrong things and nothing happened to me. 
Have you have, have heard that? I'm, I'm doing wrong things and nothing happened to me. Of course, God does not judge people every week. <laughs> the people are doing wrong things. And then they keep living a good life and that I, I stole money. I, I am doing wrong things. And what happened? Nothing. Now. But one day, he will judge. Why is there a day of judgment? When everyone will be judged together. Same day. The same day. Did you know? After death, I told you you have these two appointments. Death and the great judgment. But everyone will wait for the day of the judgment. The day of judgment is not, is not going to be the same day of our death. Doesn't matter when someone passed away. Maybe your grand-grandfather will be judged that passed away many years ago. He will be judged in the same day that you. Hmm. Hitler. Hmm. Big problem <laughs> to that, that guy. And did you know that he's going to be judged the same day as you? <laughs> but don't. Just wait. Don't think that uh, he's a big sinner and you are a big holy. <laughs> Don't think. Everyone's going to be judged in the same day. If justice has to be done, just has to be seen. Hmm. It's interesting. How many of you likes to see justice? <laughs> Everyone. Have you seen, like, when someone did something wrong to you and said, I'm going to see that guy, like, begging in my feet. <laughs> Sometimes some people do something against you and you say, one day he's going to come to me, he's going to beg for me. And I'm going to say, do you remember what you did? <laughs> yeah. We are this way. Just justice needs to be seen. Then God scheduled a public day for the day of judgment when his justice will be seen and everyone will see a just God. Everyone. The same day. Maybe you don't know because you live here in Ireland. But look back to history. And also even to many countries around us in the Middle East, North Korea, Asia, Indonesia. People of God that lived in, in, in these countries, those countries. Servants of God who have already died because they are Christian, demand justice. 
Did you know? Let's read the Revelation 6.10. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. Can you see here? People of God, I have seen videos, videos, pastors being slaughtered. And in front of the church, I have seen the church, they entered and they cut his neck in front of his wife and children. I saw it in the Middle East. I saw it. And these people, Maybe the, the apostles or people that passed away. They are crying, until when you judge and avenge our blood? Christian has been killed every day. More than, many people say that more than 100,000 Christians are murdered in the world. And nothing has been done. In India, in India, last week, my pastor, his missionary there, he sent me news. Christians, they are, they are killing them and putting fire in their houses. More than 400 churches were burned in India two weeks ago. How many of you read or, or saw this news on media, on the, tele, the TV? How many of you? Yeah, no, the people, they are not telling to anyone. Because it's Christian. What's the value? Just has to be done. And just has to be seen. For you to have this Bible, for you to receive the gospel today, Many people gave their lives until the gospel to come to me and to you. This Bible is the price of blood. From the 12 disciples, 11, just John was not martyred. All of them, they were destroyed in a terrific way. But we want judgment. We want everyone's judgment except ours. We want to see the judgment of Hitler. Hitler. We want to see the, the judgment of the, the president of North Korea. <laughs> we want to see the judgment of the Hamas and all evil. But when you talk about us, no, no, no. <laughs> what we blame in others, we apologize in ourselves. Why people are in this, what they are? Scientists say that human beings I like this because of the environment. 
Biologists say that we are like this because of our gene, our DNA. Psychologists say that we are like this because of parenting, our family. But pay attention. Each one of us is the result of the choice we made. Do you agree if? Yeah. Did you know that you are responsible for your body? Did you know that? You are responsible for your body. Did you know that you are responsible for what you have become? You are responsible for what you have become. You are responsible for your studies. You are responsible for the body that you have. You are responsible for everything that you are today. The diploma that you have or the diploma that you don't have, you are responsible. Do you agree with? Many people do not assume and they put the blame in, or, in, or, in, order, in others. I got into this, I got into the wrong job, pastor. I got in trouble because of my friends. I got into the wrong school. I married the wrong person. Some people say, I don't eat and I get fat. <laughs> I don't eat, but I get fat. <laughs> or my friends are bad. This is the problem. We are the result of our choices. And the day of judgment, we reveal our responsibility. Amen? Yes. You don't need to fear anything if you are not responsible. Amen? You don't need to fear. You don't need to fear anything if you are not responsible. God, you never blame you for something that you are not responsible for. Amen? <laughs> you never go to blame you for something that you are not responsible. Don't worry. But you will be condemned for what is your responsibility. Amen? The, the whole Bible says that God has feeling, feelings. Did you know? God has feelings. The Bible says sometimes God is happy, sad, and also often speaks about the wrath of God. Have you read about that? What, pastor? Wrath of God? Yes. If you read your Bible, you're going to see sometimes. You're going to read about that. And the judgment day will be the day when your, his wrath will be shown. Let's read Revelation 6, uh, 6, uh, 16 and 17. And said to these mountains, look what the people said. And said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne. And from what? The wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come. And who is able to stand? On that day, people, you prefer the mountains to fall on them. <laughs> the mountains crushed us. 
They will prefer one earthquake than to face the face of God and the Lamb. Then the point is to all of us, solve things now so you don't have to face the wrath that will manifest one day. Amen? Solve all your problems and your things now. But I, ne I am near to finish. What will the day of judgment be like? What will the day of judgment will be like? First, judgment day is for everyone. Without exceptions, okay? No exception. The Bible says that all human beings who died will rise. Believers and be unbelievers, doesn't matter. If you believe or not, you will face. Second, each one of us will have to face alone. Stand by yourself. No one you, you, you hide behind husband, wife. Today, some people, they, oh, my, my daddy or my mom, and she prays. Oh, no, no, that day it's human. <laughs> no way. No one. You, you be hide. Oh, my, my pastor, come here, help me <laughs> before God. <laughs> No, I'm going to be there. Also, like you. <laughs> I'm going to be judged. Also. Third. Who will be the judge? Not God. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus will be. Oh, why, pastor? It's simple. Jesus will be the judge. Why? Jesus, him who lived here, like you and me. Because the judge has to be the one who lived like us. So the father will not be the judge. Why? Because Jesus was tempted like you. And not God, the father. But Jesus was. Then, Jesus, the human Jesus that lived here, He's going to be the judge in that day, not God. Fourth, what is the evidence or fact that will prevail on that day of the trial for you to be convicted or acquitted? Okay? What is the evidence? First, it will not advantage your appearance. How do you appear to other people? Because sometimes we can deceive others, isn't it? Yeah, we can deceive others. We can deceive people. Sometimes we, we can hide the truth. But in that day, you not be worth anything. Your appearance. You can hide your feelings. You can hide how you are acting from your spouse, 
but appearance has no value in that day. B, on that day the evidence will not be what you profess, <laughs> what you say with your mouth has no value. Because there are many people say, I love God, I serve God, I was baptized in the church, I am a believer, and everybody believes <laughs> here on earth. But in that day you will be different, okay? What you profess has no value. Many people profess that they love and they have faith. But in that day, many people you come and say, Oh, Jesus, I, I served you. I healed the sick. I blessed people. I did that. I gave my tithes. I did. What you profess has no value. See, your reputation has no value. What people think and say about you will have no value. What will be the evidence which will count or have value on that day of judgment? Okay? What will be the evidence? There are two things that are the evidence. Our works, our work, and our words. What did I say? Our work, our deeds, and our words. Let's read James 3, 2. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he's a perfect man. Able also to bridle the whole body. He who does not stumble on word, who restrain his tongue, this is a perfect man. Be careful with your words, what you, you say. Be careful, because we are going to judge by your words. I, I have a question to you. Please answer me. How many of you would be happy if there was a big screen here and everything you did was filmed and shown here in front of everybody? How many of you would be happy? <laughs> everything you did, everything watch, everybody watching here, Everything you did was filmed, and then we all watching. Also, if everything you said was recorded and played here for everybody to hear, to listen. <laughs> Matthew 12, 36. But I say to you that for what? Every idle word men say, may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For 
of, of every futile, frivolous, idle word we will give account on the day of judgment. We are going to give account. Every word. Romans 2.16. I think the about word is okay, but this one is worst for me. <laughs> Let's read Romans 2.16. In the day when God will judge what? <laughs> wow. You judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. God through Jesus Christ judges the secrets of men. Our secrets will be revealed. Hmm. Our secrets will be revealed. One of the most serious things that Jesus said. On the day of judgment, the secrets of man's heart will be judged. Luke 12, 2 and 3. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed. Nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have spoken in the dark, you'll be heard in the light. And what we have spoken in the ear, in inner rooms, will be proclaimed on the housetops. Wow. Can you imagine everything that... Everything they said in the hidden will be revealed on the roofs. Judgment day will be the day when the secrets of man's heart will be judged. Not just the things people have seen, but what was in secret and hidden. God is so just and righteous that he will only judge people by the light that they have received. This is another point. Because some people, they ask me, Pastor, what about some people, they never heard about the gospel? Have you thought about? And about some people, they lived in the tribe, in the jungle, and they never received what I am receiving. How God will judge these people? Those who have never heard will never be condemned for what they have never heard. Simple. To be acquitted, just say, God, I have always done everything by my conscience. That was right. The only thing for you to be acquitted, I did everything by my conscience. But the problem, our conscience is not clean. Each one will be judged by the light they received. You, you are going to read that in Matthew 11. 11, 23, 24. Everyone, if they receive no light, they are not going to be condemned. Because God is just and righteous. God will never condemn you for something that you don't know. On, the day, on that day, the books will be opened. And there is your life, your works, and your words. 
will be there. And everything is in the book. Usually what the Bible says. The only way and the only hope of escaping this condemnation is if your name is in the book of the Lamb. The only way for you to escape from this condemnation if your name is written down in the book of the Lamb. And we need to be careful as we live to keep our name in the book of the Lamb. This is the point. You have to live in a such way that your name is there. Why? Those who are going to face all this condemnation, it's because their names are not in the book of the Lamb. This is what the Bible says. And your personal choice, pay attention to what I'm saying to you, your personal choice and decisions are responsible for keeping or removing your name from the book of the life. Make an evaluation of your works and your words. How you are living and what are you saying. Maybe you need to change your words. How you speak. Some people, they speak terrible way. They lie. They speak what's not true. They speak bad words. Pay attention. You're going to give account. Revelation, I'm finishing Revelation 20, verse, 20, verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. And what were open? Are you following me? I'm going to start reading again. Please follow me. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. And what were open? Books were opened, and another book were opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. Verse 15. If anyone not found written in the book of life, was cast into the lake of fire. In 21 and 27, but there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. I think this, I know this preaching is very heavy. But it's the most important teaching that I have to say to you. Only if your name is in that book, you are not going to be condemned. Your only chance in that day, when you go before him, your only chance, you have no two. There is only one. 
And I believe in this book that this is the truth of God. If your name is there, one day we all will be before him. We all have these two appointments. Death. But the judgment is not going to be in the same day of your death. But one day we are going to be before there, before him. And books, the Bible says, will be open. And the book of life will be open. And your only chance, if your name is written down there, without to talk, let's stand up, please. But don't walk. And don't talk, please, because we didn't finish. God is just and righteous and merciful. Amen? And He's giving everyone the opportunity to repent. To return to him and to have the name written in the book of life. He's just. He loves you. I'm not here to condemn you. But I am here to warn you. Please fix your life with God. Fix your life. Don't declare just that you are a Christian. You don't become a Christian because you come to church. As if you go to a garage, you don't become a car. Because you came here, don't become a Christian. You need to repent from your sins. You need to change your life. And when you repent from all your sins, the Bible says your name is written in the book of life. And that day when you be before him, you can be before him with joy and being called by him as a good and faithful servant. The only way for you to be saved if your name is written in the book of life. And Romans 8, chapter 1 says, There is no condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. There is no condemnation. Wow. No condemnation. The only thing you need to do today. You need to say, Lord, forgive my sins. You have to abandon your sins. Because this is the great good news. The gospel is the good news of God. I'm here not to condemn you, but to bring salvation. And God loves you, but you have to abandon your sins. You have to say no to carnality. You have to say no for what is wrong. And you say, Lord Jesus, I accept you in my heart. I'm going to follow you. You need to be baptized in the waters. Because Jesus said in, 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 in Mark 16, those who believe... And he is baptized, will be saved. And you need to be connected to a church that loves Jesus. Church that is apassionate for Jesus. You need to be, become a member. Hallelujah. 
Because the Bible says those who are connected to the church are connected to heaven. Everything that is binded here on earth is bound in heaven. And you need to be bound. You need to become a member. If you are not a member of a church, sorry, you are lost. Close your eyes, please. Close your eyes. I want you to look inside of you now. Look to the cross right now. To that cross when Jesus was there paying the price for your salvation. Jesus was suffering that cross not because of him. He was a holy man in that cross. But he was paying the penalty of your sins. And if you accept him in your heart, if you repent from your sins, if you abandon all your sins, you are going to be forgiven, you are going to be saved, and your name can be written in the book of life. And there is no, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Beloved Father, I pray for all of those who are here. I pray also for all those who are going to listen this message on the internet. I pray for salvation. I pray for deliverance. Lord, forgive our sins. Raise up your hands with eyes closed and say, Jesus, say out loud, Jesus, I'm here before you. Forgive my sins. Forgive me my wrong life. Forgive my lies. Today I accept you in my heart. I confess you are my Lord. You are my Savior. Write my name in the book of life. I will serve you. I will be faithful to you until the end of my life. I promise you, Jesus, I will serve you until the last minute of my life. <laughs> I want to see you. I want to be with you. Forgive all my sins. Transform my life. And I want to help others to be saved. In Jesus' name I pray. And I declare, one day I will be before you. Because I will be faithful to you. Until the last minute of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. And I give you the honor and the glory. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah.